Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to Girl on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. This is your host, Kirsten Franklin, and on this week's show, Hey guys, welcome to this morning's broadcast. I am live with you today with Roxana Wilson. So if you don't know her, you should. She is an author, a speaker, and just a real estate queen. And when I say queen, I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. She literally bought the block, okay? She bought every house on a single block and then got to name the street after herself because she's fabulous. Anyway, I'm going to have her on. We're going to talk all things Roxana, all things business, what it's like to be uh, a woman in this business and really, really, really talk about one of her biggest gems, which is you don't have to be what you see. And she'll go into that given her background and all the amazing things she's done to date and what she continues to do. So guys, welcome Roxana Wilson. Hey, Roxana. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, Roxana, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? Um, just where you're from, what's up, and and yeah, just give us a little bit about the 411 on you. Sure. So my name is Roxana Wilson. Currently, I'm 33 years old. But however, I am born and raised from Kingston, North Carolina. It is a small town in North Carolina where it's really ranked one of the top worst places to live in North Carolina right now, like literally. Wow. Um, yeah, which is frightening me because... A lot of my best moments come from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a special way we talk, right? We have a special way of understanding, right? And then, for the most part, you just never can forget where you come from. So although this small town has a little lack of resources, a lot of great things still come from it. I mean, hey, that's where I'm from, right? So um, I come from a huge family. My family is well-known um, for their last name. But the most of it, I'm not. When I'm painting a picture, um, I didn't come from a perfect background, you know. So a lot of people in my family, you know, was incarcerated, you know, got into a lot of trouble um, simply because of what we stood for, okay? So uh, coming from a town such as that, you know, that was kind of okay. So I want you to kind of understand the mind frame that I'm coming from, from a small town where everything is just okay about what you what you do in life. It's about just going with the flow of things and being okay with it. So um, you also mentioned the size of your family. Okay. Because <laughs> that's, it's rare these days that we get those kind of numbers. <laughs> yes. So, now, let me tell you, I'm I'm the baby from a family of actually four. Right now, I have no kids. I do plan on, of course, getting married and have kids. Um, I, I do come from a strict family that believe in marriage first, okay? However, but I was raised with all of my cousins. So, all of my cousins was literally my best friends. We didn't really have other associates. My grandmother literally had... When really she only gave birth of uh, 14, but she raised 17 because her sister died. And then she raised her nieces and nephews as her own, which my dad and aunt to them 
seen their first cousins as their sister and brother because they was raised together. Okay. Um, so out of the Greek is it's about 121 of us, literally. Like all of us go to the same was grown up, went to the same church, ate Thanksgiving together, had the same grandmother, great aunt. Literally, like it's not like, okay, I think that's my cousin. Well, maybe she was our cousin. She passed. I'm not sure. I heard it. No, literally, my family. So a really huge family, you know, um, which was very family oriented, but with um, just a little different than what most will consider is what I would say. Um, now that I'm older, you know, we will be considered shutter. Um, but however, it made me to the woman who I am today. Awesome. Awesome. And let's talk about that. I mean, let's talk about where you come from in the sense, not just of size, not just in, you know, the rural nature of the geographic location. Um, you had mentioned about the sort of, you know, background where it is kind of typical to be incarcerated. It is kind of typical to be pregnant by 14 because you know what, there's kind of nothing else anyway. Right. And here you go. And let's talk about your history. When was the first time you got into real estate. How old were you and what, what did that look like? Well, I will say that in my family growing up, I always heard the word land. We own land. We own the cemetery. Um, so I always heard real estate, but who was intended and knew we own it, I didn't know. Now that I'm older um, and I understand a little bit better. I also remember now while my dad was driving around the first of the month and I had a great aunt that owned a lot of properties. So he was pretty much what we typically considered at the time, the property manager, just go around, collect rent to find out what is needed and report it back to her. So, you know, um, understanding energy, understanding not too far from it, I would say I will be connected to real estate in that sort. However, more than it been taught to me, I just had a, a desire for it. And I bought my first property built from the bottom up, became a homeowner myself at the age of 20, and bought my first rental property myself at the age of 21. Yeah, that's awesome. Prior to getting into like buying and and uh, landlording, um, what were you doing before then, work-wise, school-wise, anything? I was all over the place. I had a desire to become a full-time professional actress, and I wanted to be a clothing designer. But I just shared with you guys that I come from a shelter family, and I also shared with you guys I come from a town with a lack of resources, right? So here I am having this big dream of living in a city, but the reality of it is, I was just this country girl, you know. Um, my dad, I graduated from high school at the age of 17. So remind you, you know, your parents have to sign the form for you to be able to do anything. Um, I did get accepted for it was the artist to a, of New York. I'll never forget it. And my desire was to go there for a time and then on the weekend do um, movie extras. But my dad didn't want to sign the papers. He wanted me to stay at home and he felt like I wasn't ready. Right? So then I decided to get a job. I was a shift lead at Taco Bell. I started as a regular cashier but was promoted within like three months to a shift leader. Wind up getting fired and I just packed up my clothes, moved with some friends. I went halfway to what we consider the capital of North Carolina. 
and um, I gave it a shot. And I wound up start. I put myself in school, which was John Casablanca, and um, I got a job at Blue Cross Blue Shield working a nine to five. Okay. Okay. And now let's fast forward a bit. So now here you are today and let's talk a little bit about all the crazy, amazing accomplishments. I mean, let's talk about buying that block. Let's talk about writing that book. Tell me, tell me if we had to go through a bullet point of all the crazy amazingness that you've done over the last decade, let's, let's do it. Let's hear it. Let's what's going on for you. Well, I think it's, it's um, amazing that, um, over the last decade, as I share with you guys, at the age of 22, I didn't know jet really about real estate. I just had a desire, right? So now I share with you guys, I got my, um, became a homeowner at the age of 21. Well, back then, there was given an incentive, so there was given an $8,000 tax credit if you become a homeowner, right? Wow, okay. So um, I told you I was a little bit of anything. So I did have me a business on the side, even at the age of 21, you know. Um, so I had saved a, a couple of dollars and I invested my whole tax refund and I bought my first rental property. Did I know what I was doing? No. I actually still have that property to say, though. Okay. So by the age, um, I always had a desire. My new year starts at my birthday. So every year, when it's my birthday, I'm always trying to find something to reinvest in, whether it was something invested in my education, was something invested in my business, was something just invested in my life in general to expand me as an individual because I knew that I wanted better and I didn't know better. I, didn't, I, I couldn't call like the typical, you know, friends and ask them for advice because, you know, where I come from and where they come from was kind of sort of, right? We were just doing the best that we could. I couldn't call my mom and dad because they only knew what their mom and dad taught them and it was okay for what they was living, right? So I just had a desire to push forward and I continued on exceeding my goals throughout the years and by the age of 27, I owned three rentals, free and clear, no mortgages. Nice. So that means I own four homes because I told you I got my other one built from the bottom up. And then at the age of um, I would say 31, I was going through some changes with my, at the time, supposed to have been um, boyfriend, and y'all already know what that story looked like. You just hit your 30s, you already know, you got kind of idea how you want your life to be going. Um, but it led me to, I thought that I was trying to help him um, and see things, and sometimes, y'all know when you want to play, the rule says, before you reach your um, the next person over, you got to save yourself first. In life, it really is just that. Yes. So a lot of times we don't see that we got to save ourselves. And what I didn't understand was I was dimming my life. I was thinking that I wasn't putting any of my goals in, um, to the side because I felt that what we was doing was awesome and it was amazing, which really was. We created businesses together that was very successful. However, it wasn't my birthright to do that because I was dimming my light on what I needed to be. And the whole time I thought I was helping him, I really was so searching within myself and didn't know no better. And through that process, I was writing steps and trends that was given to me as a gift. And throughout the years, advices that I was given from other individuals, or what was given to me, 
I write these things down and then it hits me. At the time, it didn't make sense. But at a later time, it was like, this is your book. So when I tell you guys that it was literally a gift, that I, like I said, it was self-healing even for myself. Um, I felt like I should release it because it told it's the story about a little girl that didn't have no little resources, how she decided to understand the, the, the power of her mind and took control of her destiny simply because she understood the way the mind think and the power that you have and the lack of thereof that you do not have to be condemned by your society, you know? So I released that book in a matter of a month. I didn't even care about the profits. I didn't even care about um, if they felt like I could be an author. I only care about getting my missions across. And I only care about reaching that accomplishment. And since then, I later um, continued to share my gems because I tell the story about the trials and tribulations. And I give instructions in the book because it's a self-help book on what you can do to reach those goals. You know, so I tell my story and I let you tell yours. And then at the end, I summarize it. And the story is to be continued because why my life is to be continued. And even in that book with instructions, I did it. And it led me to owning the block. And how did I own the block? It simply is by following a technique that I personally wrote um, that it's not a secret. It was just for the following, understanding the vision of a power board, understanding the vision of talking to yourself, reaffirming it to yourself. And um, this is not just a block. This is a block I used to walk by as a child. Can you imagine two or three or four or five or six years old cutting through a path trying to sneak and go to a store? And not trying to get caught by your dad. My dad was really strict now, right? Never knew that that whole block that I would once one day own. You know, these are the blocks that a lot of younger girls walk through and wind up pregnant. Or some drug dealers was, was, used to cut through and used to sell. Now, I got the control over making a change in this area. And I just think it's so amazing. Yeah, that is. That's amazing. Um yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's incredible. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I I think sometimes, I don't know that we're born with drive, but for some reason, our brain decides to go left and be driven, right? And sometimes it's like the positive and negative, right? You could have two twins. One thinks everything's great. The other one thinks everything sucks, right? Yet they experience right. essentially the same thing. Their brain just interprets it and sends this image to their mind that just happens to be different. So for those of us out there who, and I apologize, I'm trying to get sick here, but for those of us out there who are finding it difficult to, you know, have that drive and we're still stuck in the place of, well, shit, where do I find the answer? Like, yeah, I'm not her, right? Oh, look at her. She's all, she can do it. She clearly jumps off cliffs with a parachute. She's fine. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, we're like that, you know? But for those of us who aren't, you know, what would be your number one thing that you might suggest to them, tell them, help them to figure out for themselves so that they can then, you know, find it within themselves to go ahead and jump off that cliff, to go ahead and take that dive and do that thing? That is a good question. What I first was tell someone, I would say you first have to believe and trust yourself. 
Yeah. What do that look like? Oftentimes we hear people say, it's the time now. You know? And that's what kind of goes back to the book when I question myself, or when I should I say I really question God and keep it real. Like when is my now? We all feel that way. Mm -hmm. Even the people who we see that successful, they go through struggles. And we still missing that one big thing and we're waiting for that time. Here we are looking like we're flying, we jumping, we got the parachute, and the reality of it is we are close within our own thoughts because we know where we want to go. So I will tell the individual, it doesn't seem like you're not ready, but the very reason why you have this desire because you are ready. You have to first trust yourself. And the reason why you attracted that thought Mm-hmm. to even to have an opportunity to react on it. I love that. It's almost like God wouldn't bother implanting that thought in your head unless he knew you were ready, right? And like, yes. that's, what, that's freaking awesome. I love it. I love when we talk because every time I walk away, I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, listen to that. Oh, listen to that. I love it. I love, love, love it. All right, awesome. If you could leave our viewers with one of your biggest gems, what would that be in like 60 seconds or less? What I will tell you is you are the author of your book. You are the captain of your ship. You are the pilot of that plane. It doesn't matter what directions you, you want. It doesn't matter the ending results. But what does matter is you need to understand that you have control. If you don't understand the power of the control that you have, you're going to lose it. Either you want to make that decision or someone want to make the decision for you. And it's okay to feel like you're not ready, but it's not okay to not react on it. You don't have to be ready. You just have to be prepared. Always look at the cup half full, not half empty. Find the reason why you do things in a pattern. Find the reason why you come from the where you came from. We all have a reason here on Earth. Everybody's story is not a happy ending, but that's because they chose for it not to be a happy ending, and it doesn't have to be me, and it doesn't have to be you. And that's what I would say. That's awesome. I love it. I chuckled when you said the cup half full or half empty. Someone had posted that in something for Damon John, and I was laughing because I said. Oh, well, you guys are arguing about the, the cup. I drank it and learned that it was refillable. <laughs> exactly. Yes, 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 yes. That was just like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So you can't be afraid. Right. One of my great fans say, never cry over spilled milk when you can refill the cup. That's right. That's right. That's right. I love it. Well, Roxanne, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate your time. And I will see you June 19th. So I'll connect with you over that. And I'm super psyched to have you. It's going to be awesome. So come in June 19th live Orlando. If you want to meet this woman in person, if you want to hear her gems in real life, if you want to really learn from her, she's going to be on stage with us live. Well, thank you so much for your time. I think it's amazing what you're doing. And somebody like you, it's always just take a vision, right? And somebody like you always change millions and millions of people's lives simply because you follow your desire. And I am humbly 
grateful for you having this platform. Awesome. I love it. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Thank you. Bye. So that is it for this week. Thank you for joining me. And I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If so, don't forget to rate it. If you guys have a pressing question, feel free to tweet me at CS Thrive or on Instagram at Thrive Tribe 3.14159. Again, I know that's a weird one. It's just pi. So it's three, it's Thrive underscore Tribe underscore 3.14159. Or of course, you can join me in Facebook at my free group, which is Thrive Tribe Global. If you just search groups and you enter in Thrive Tribe Global, you should see us there um, and you can join it for free. Uh, I answer your questions in there, but if you guys send me a question through there, I will be sure to answer it here on this podcast. And as always, if you're ever interested in advertising on the show, please contact the Believe Network at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at believe.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.